Episode four. Hello. This is Tom. This is Joe. How you doing out there? We're going to try and avoid the technical difficulties from the last show. This, this one's going to go completely smooth, right, Joe? It is going to be smooth. Absolutely. We have to be smooth in this one because we've got Cobra, the first Stallone film on the podcast. We're very excited about this. Well, let's jump right in what we've recently seen. Uh, I've got a long list, so Joe, let's uh, start with you. I have, have you a very, I have a very short list. Uh, I finally, finally saw... Um, the Nice Guys. Yes. Um, pretty damn cool. Yeah, I love The Nice Guys. Yeah, it reminded me um, the heyday of uh, Shane Black's writing uh, from Lethal Weapon. Um, reminded me a little bit of Last Boy Scout. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, well put together film. You know, it was fun. Yeah, I, I love Shane Black. He's, this is a great movie. It's too bad nobody saw it in the theater. I was. Yeah. I thought it was going to be kind of a hit and it like, just totally bombed. But. Yeah. It's disappointing because it was probably one of my favorite movies of the summer, and it was like it was original and it was. It was very original. A lot of fun and just wow, nobody saw it. Yeah. Hopefully, it's one of those ones that'll get kind of you know second life on video. And it really set itself up for a sequel too. I was like, oh, I'd love to see another adventure with oh, these guys. And it's okay, like, yeah. I guess it's one of those things that maybe could happen in the future because even if the movie bombs in the maybe. theater, sometimes they they get a second life on video and that you know. It's it's probably coming to cable. Just like Lethal Weapon is finally coming to cable. Oh, yeah, the, the Lethal Weapon TV show. If, yeah. if, if you all get a chance, check out the teaser trailer for that. I'm not impressed. Yeah, if you're not familiar with this, they're making a TV version of Lethal Weapon with uh, Damon Waynes, and I don't know who the other guy is. I have no idea who the other guy is. But the, but the point is, if I, if I want to watch Lethal Weapon, you have to have Mel Gibson. You have to have Danny Glover. Yeah. It just and doesn't work. The way that their careers have gone these days, they probably could have gotten them to do the TV show. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wonder about that. I saw the uh, I saw like an early clip of it a couple months ago, and it it didn't look great. But I also thought I'll probably watch it just to see how bad it is. Yeah, oh, I'm sure I'll check it out, but it, it, just, it doesn't look promising. It screams like three episodes right. that's getting canceled because just I don't know if there's a demand for that. So. I, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't look really original, but you never know. Maybe we'll be surprised. Yeah. If anything, though, Jean Claude Van Johnson looks promising. Yes, yes, the Amazon pilot. I think it's dropping in. Is it this week or next it's, week? It's, it's coming up pretty quick. Yeah, apparently Jean-Claude Van Damme has kind of a comedy show on Amazon. It's going to be a new series, and uh, it's gotten good reviews so far. Yeah. I think Van Damme's kind of had a second career here. so I'm kind except, of uh, except during interviews. Okay, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's not doing well in the interviews. He's uh, blowing up. He's, he's becoming a regular Bruce Willis. He's no. not really interested oh, yeah. in being interviewed. 
Well, Bruce Willis isn't interested in making a good movie. Yeah, either, well, that, that, that's very true. <laughs> it's very true. Well, I have seen a ton of movies, so I'm going to kind of keep this short. I went to the uh, Bruce Campbell film, film Festival this weekend. It was a bunch of horror movies. And I saw 11 movies in three days. And I skipped Sunday. There was a bunch more on that day. So, But I saw quite a few good ones. Uh, I saw Don't Breathe the first night, and that was really good. That one's coming out to theaters next week. It's very suspenseful. It's kind of a horror suspense movie, but really good. I'd highly recommend that one. Go check that one out. It's You don't get to see too many movies like that in theaters anymore. It was you know kind of kind of rough, hard-edged movie, but it's very suspenseful. Is it under two hours? I believe so, yeah. yeah. I wasn't okay. keeping track, but yeah, it's... it's I think it's, that comes out this Friday, right? Yeah. The 22nd, yeah. okay. It's quick and to the point, so you're, you're not bored in the movie at all. Very cool. I don't think it was very long. How's our boy Stephen Lang in it? Stephen Lang was fantastic. Yeah? Yes. All right. Yes. I won't spoil anything about it, but uh, at the uh, convention, actually, uh, Stephen Lang was there, and they asked him some questions, and I'd love to go into it, but it would be spoiler territory, so he had some very funny questions okay. that he answered like a champ, so they were, maybe we'll get to it later once the movie comes out, because really, if I give any of these away, it will totally kind of spoil the movie. There's a, a twist at the end of the movie, and this kind of has to do with that. Okay. But, yeah, it's a very physical movie, and he does a lot of stunts in it, and I was, like, watching it, and I'm like, he's had a lot of stunt doubles, and they asked him, he said, did all his own stunts. He's like 64, yeah. right? But he's yeah. like in the best shape. Yeah, he's fantastic he's shape. He's in better shape than I am. Well, I, yeah. That's fantastic. I mean, you that's me, not you hard. And, but. You and me both. <laughs> yeah, they asked him about that. I was like, yeah. He said he loves to do stunts. He's been doing them since he started. And yeah. He, I heard he announced, too, the, about the Avatar is starting production in 2017, early 2017. They already started that? No, no. Like, according to the... Um, Mm-hmm. report that I read uh, um, the, the somebody like interviewed him afterwards or during the, the they set up a, a, on the stage right after the movie was done yeah for the most part um, so they had like an open Q&A uh, but apparently like the, that movie's going to be carried all the way to 2020 well I heard they're doing like a bunch four of sequels them. why I uh, I don't Avatar is one that I you know I enjoyed seeing it but I never really had much of an interest in revisiting it and like, when yeah, they said they're no. doing more of them like what more is there to tell in that story? So I'm, I'm done. I mean, I'll, well, I'll, I'll see it. I just don't really care that much. Although about James Cameron, hats off to you. You do know how to make sequels, so yeah, maybe, I, maybe I, I well, more on that later. Well, that kind yeah. of ties into our top five. Mm-hmm. Um, saw other couple movies. Saw Found Footage 3D. Have you heard of this one? No, I have not. It's a found footage movie. Uh, it's basically about a crew that get together to make a found footage movie. And it's going to be the first found footage movie in 3D. Oh, so it's basically found footage documentary, and it turns into kind of a horror movie. It was interesting. Uh, it, it was funny. It was kind of like mocking itself going through it. And it was a little long, I thought. Um, and the horror elements towards the end didn't really pay off for, okay. for me. But it was worth checking out. The 3D was cool. Okay. And it was, it was entertaining. Nice. I kind of just had hoped it was going to go in a different direction. And then kind of the inevitable kind of... Is it kind of like on the realm of like a Blair Witch in a way? Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Right? Okay. Yeah, it's basically kind of like that. It's absolutely. Okay. It's, but in 3D? Yeah, it's basically they... They set out to shoot the first found footage 3D movie, and they turn out they're in the first found footage 3D oh, movie. One of those kind of things. Of course. Yeah. But, I mean, that was on Saturday night, and that was, like, sold out. That was huge. Really? Wow. Yeah. But it was entertaining. That should be coming to the theaters sometime soon, I think. Did you ever see Hardcore Harry? Yes, I did. <laughs> Hardcore Henry? Or Henry, whatever it was called. Um. Hardcore Henry, that was our boss at Menards. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was interesting, but kind of like... If you saw the trailer, you've kind of seen the whole movie. Okay. And then you're, if you know, not you're stuck with an hour and a half of the same thing. It kind of gave me a bit of a headache. Sure. I bet. Yeah. yeah. It's like playing a video game on a big screen. Yeah. Part, Except right? watching somebody else play a video game, <laughs> which isn't very fun. But yeah, 
I was glad I saw it, but I don't need to see it again. Um, saw a couple other movies too, obviously. I saw a movie called Show Yourself, which was a, a horror movie. It's kind of horror drama, kind of ghost story. It was pretty good, actually. It was funny because we saw that on Friday night, and the filmmaker was there to produce, like, show the movie, and he just finished editing the movie 10 minutes before we saw it. Really? Yeah, because he was just trying to rush to get it done. Nice. It was quite entertaining, I thought. It, it went in a different direction than I expected to, but it was made for under $50,000, and it was really well done, I thought. Nice. Yeah, that was good. Saw another one on Saturday called Beyond the Gates, which I thought was really good. It was a kind of like an 80s style thing. It was about these two two uh, brothers who their dad disappears, and he owned like a, a video store. Okay. So they go to clean out the video store, and they find this like board VHS board game. Nice. You know, those old things from the yeah. 80s? And it's kind of like a possessed board oh, game. Oh, of course. Yeah. And it goes in, you know, it's, it's, it's a horror film, and it was pretty entertaining. It was kind of cheesy, but I kind of liked it. kind of went with it. So okay. It was quite entertaining, I thought. Um, the best movie I saw there was called I'm Not a Serial Killer. Really good movie. This one is really good. I think it's coming out probably, I think it's coming out this week, but it's probably going to be limited. Okay. The only person of note in there is Christopher Lloyd, who is fantastic in the movie. It's, it's kind of hard to describe the movie. It's a horror movie. It's a thriller. It's like kind of a coming-of-age story, too. And it's got some supernatural elements, too. But this one I would really recommend checking out. It was the best one I saw at the festival. Very nice. Yeah, absolutely. And I also saw The Greasy Strangler, which is... <laughs> which I just saw the trailer for that. Yeah, I had, wow. to, I had to show the trailer to Joe on that one. That, that movie kind of defies description. The uh, festival head there was talking about what was coming up. It's like, yeah, and if, when you all watch that at midnight, you'll all vomit. So that was basically, oh, nice, basically what it was. It was something I can't recommend, but I was very entertained by it. I would say, uh, if you're interested, go watch the YouTube trailer. And if you're interested in that, see the movie. If not, stay far away because it's much worse than the trailer. It it kind of resembled Peter Jackson's Dead Alive. It's a lot like that. I would okay. say it's also a combination of maybe a John Waters movie to the extreme, and also maybe the Tim and Eric show. If you're familiar with that, they're just way out there comedy. So, very strange movie, but I did enjoy it. So, it was funny because at the end of the movie, it's like a few people left during the movie. They got you know the gist of it and left. Okay. Got to the end of the movie and like the credits came on. And, like, a bunch of the guys in the back went, more, more, more. And then a couple other guys went, no, no, no. So it was clearly split, but, hey, the guys who didn't like it did stay to the end, I guess. That's good. Yeah. So that's basically it. There were a couple of other old screens. They showed uh, Monster Squad and Night of the Creeps. And they also had uh, Army Darkness on the big screen with Bruce Campbell doing uh, kind of like a mystery science theater. Oh, very nice. Thing, so you talked I, all the way through it? Yes. Nice. Which was very entertaining. Was anybody else talking during the movie? Did he get no. up and yell at anybody? No, he had uh, Doug Benson, the comedian, was okay. there, and they just kind of did a riff. Right. Everybody listened to what he said. So, yeah, if you're, it's a really fun festival, and it's kind of the third year, and they're going to be getting bigger every year, I think. It, 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 I'm definitely going to check it out next year. It was very entertaining. You sent me a picture of uh, Samuel Jackson as a zombie. What, <laughs> what is that? That's, is that, that, like that's a, that new Tim Burton movie he's... Uh, the, oh, okay. That, yeah, that, right. yeah, that, I thought it was something promising. I'm <laughs> no, like, oh, right, this is absolutely this not. great. No, I, that, that, I just saw that. I'm like, that looked terrible. So, <laughs> Yeah, uh, so that I saw, like I said, 11 movies in three days. On Saturday alone, I saw six movies. And, boy, I was my ass was tired. But it was, was a lot of fun. Was it as bad as the Die Hard marathon? Or um, not? No, because, like I said, those movies kept getting worse yeah, and worse. Yeah. 
it, you know, this was, I had breaks in between there, sure. but it went from one o'clock. Longer than 10 minutes in between? Yeah, pretty okay. much. Very but, nice. Yeah, it, was, it was a lot of fun. I, if you're looking for a film festival to go to, that's definitely one. It's part of Comic-Con, and they hold it in August every year now down in Chicago. In Chicago. Yep, cool. absolutely. Very nice. Yeah, so that's about all I've seen recently. You want to move into the top five? Yes, we can do that. All right. What did you pick for top five this week, Joe? Top five, number five. T- be... What's the topic? Oh, the teaser trailers. Top five teaser trailers. Teaser trailers, if you're not familiar, when you go to the theater, you see a theatrical trailer. It's the, you know, kind of give half the movie away, sometimes more than that. Teaser trailer is kind of the opposite. It's kind of something set up to hype out a movie. Sometimes it's way before the movie comes out, like a year or so. Really short. Doesn't even always have, like, clips from the movie. Sometimes it's just, like... And know. sometimes uh, the teaser trailer is better than the movie. Actually, yeah, I, one, on, one on my list is way better than the movie because I hate the movie, but the, tra- the trailer was great. Some of these have, uh, I don't know, geniuses in the marketing department behind the teaser trailers. Oh, absolutely. basically polish a turd <laughs> uh, for the most part. Very but, true. What do you got for number five, Joe? Number five is Cliffhanger for me. Yes. Um, fun trailer. Um, no dialogue whatsoever. Um, I don't really was know that, what the music is. Was that like film. a? Did it, did it have like classical music in it? Yeah, it had. It's a mixture of classical music. Yes. I think it had a little bit of Mozart, um, some O Fortuna, whatever. Yeah. The hell, whoever came up with O Fortuna is that what you said? Something like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, a, a mixture of it, but it, classical, classical music. Nonetheless, was that um, also the one where Stallone did the impossible jump before they edited it? Yeah, because <laughs> yes. I remember seeing and that he, trailer and he I'm like, like jumps he does for three jump. miles <laughs> with a rope attached to him. Um, but then obviously in the movie they only cut the, they literally cut that scene. Yeah, because that was ridiculous. I was like, wow. That... He he was he was flying, but what a way to end it with the with the gigantic letters that come flying out at the screen. Hang on. Yeah. You just have, you know, nonstop action sequences all the way throughout the trailer. But the first time I saw that trailer is when we saw Falling Down in the movie theater. Um, and then it just ends with oh, yeah. gigantic words, cliffhanger, Memorial I, Day. I think we went to that together, Falling Down. Yeah. yeah. Which is Crazy cool. Michael Douglas. Oh, yes. Okay, my number five is Jurassic Park. Okay. Remember that one? Yeah, I do. I'm a big fan of that one. I love it. You know, it, I, I remember the mosquito and all that. Just yep. kind of like there really was nothing in it. it just no, came it was out. just yeah. Steven Spielberg film. It's like yeah. sometimes very little is better than oh, yeah. way too much. One that had a hell of a great tagline too: "65 million years in the making." Yep. Jurassic Park. That's yeah. all you need to know. Yeah, I mean, they're I bringing think dinosaurs to life. That's the secret. It's like give people just a little bit. You know, put the name of who's in it or whatnot, and that just sells it, and people want to see it. And these days, every trailer that comes out gives like you know. Almost all the movie, all the good stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. It's I like, miss I miss teaser trailers. Now everything there, you know, you can see a teaser trailer online. You yeah. don't even have to wait. When you see it in the theater, now you're like, all right, I already saw yeah, this twenty times. Was it more than a couple of years ago that like when we knew a trailer was coming out, they tell you what movie it's going to be oh, on. Yeah. You had to go to that movie. It's yes, like, that was exciting. You want to see episode one? You got to go see Wing Commander, <laughs> and we did. We and stayed we left. for twenty minutes, and then we went into a Mark Wahlberg movie. Right? We went to see The Corruptor. Yeah, that's it, The Corruptor. Yeah, I, yeah. I, it was kind of exciting because it's like you know, oh my god, we can see this Friday, and it's like now it's like I turn on my computer, let's watch it. Right yep, now. exactly. Kind exactly. of ruins the whole experience, but I, that's kind of the way they have to do it. Movies are so expensive now; they have to get it out there to more people. Right. And, you yep. Know, they can't bank on people going to you know a lower movie to see this trailer. So exactly. They got to get it out there. All right. Well, what's your number four, Joe? Number four is Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, there you go. One of your favorites. Um, yeah, it, it was just a well put together um, teaser trailer. I love that they um, basically 
have a couple sequences of like, like gothic marble, what have you, with the blood kind of yeah. just, I don't know, flowing across it for the most part. That was a good one. I remember that. I was never the biggest fan of Dracula, but it's kind of grown on me over the years. I used to just give you so much shit about it. Oh yeah, so. no, it's it's a it's one of his better movies. You know, it's no Rainmaker <laughs> from Francis Ford Coppola. Oh God. Um, but no, it, it was just it was cool, very gothic, and then it ends with the uh, beware. Yeah. And well, he also did Jack too. That was a wonderful film. Oh God, that was horrible. horrible <laughs> I, yeah, that it, that was a good one. I agree. I, I guess maybe I, I was so excited from that, I was maybe a bit let down by the movie. But over the years, it's kind of grown on me a little bit. Yeah. A couple cool shots of the vampire within the movie, um, played by uh, Gary Oldman. Yeah. Um, oh, it's a gorgeous movie. It's it, it is. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Their names are legendary. Out. Oh, it just goes. It's pretty fast cut. We always laughed because Keanu Reeves were like, why is Keanu Reeves in this movie? Yeah, it's kind of like, why is Keanu Reeves in Heat? Heat's an <laughs> awesome movie. Why is he in there? <laughs> or no, he wasn't in it. Excuse me. It wasn't he Keanu was Reeves. supposed to be in Heat. So, yeah. I remember that. Val when I, that's what I, boy, I totally yeah. screwed that up. But yeah, I remember Keanu Reeves was supposed to play the Val Kilmer part. And I'm like, why would they want it? It's like, it's amazing that Val Kilmer was the replacement. I'm like, at that time, Val Kilmer was the better actor. It's right, like, really? Right. Okay, oh, well, that's great. my number four is Last Action Hero. <laughs> Awesome, as, awesome teaser. As I said, some some of these movies will these trailers will be for movies that suck and we didn't like. But kind of when Last Action Hero came out, that was when when Schwarzenegger couldn't miss. Everything was awesome. Oh, everything was great. So I was like, and I saw that, and it was it was a good teaser. It was like didn't give you much. Just kind of showed his character oh. and just kind of like, not now. Come back next. So not, and he still come back that later. Gigantic ticket. Right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, what was good about that trailer, um, we knew that Shane Black was attached. Yeah. Uh, we knew that we were getting the director of Predator and Die Hard. Yeah. Um, and boy, did they blow that up. It one. was can't miss, and it was a total miss. <laughs> oh, yeah. I saw it in the theater, like, I hated it. I don't think I've ever seen that movie straight through again. That was that came out summer of 93, so that came yeah. out with Cliffhanger, um, Jurassic Park, and Last Action Hero. That was like your setup. That was yeah, your Yeah, I think uh, In the Line of Fire came out too. That was a good Clint Eastwood movie. There were a lot of, yeah. everything was yeah. better than that. Yeah. Your God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just awful. It was one of those movies when you're sitting in the theater, it just went on and on and on. I'm like, yeah, yeah. and it's like, wow, this is a Schwarzenegger movie that's boring the shit out of me. It's like, There's oh. a couple cool sequences in the movie, but not enough to save it. Yeah, no, I agree 100%. All right, what do you got for number three? Number Drew? three, it's it's a tie. Um, both uh, the Die Hard 2 and Die Hard with a Vengeance teaser trailers. I can't believe you got Die Hard in here. I didn't know you liked those movies. <laughs> you know that. I, I can't believe you. I I, I'm die. actually surprised you. I figured you'd get Die Hard in every one of our lists somehow. But. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, I try. But yeah, the Die Hard with a Vengeance especially. I don't remember that one. What was it? Die Hard with a Vengeance, it, it starts off by just having some quick um, shots of like car chases for the most part. Yeah. And, the, the awesome uh, dialogue that comes across the, the voiceover just saying um, he's a New York cop um, with an with an attitude making, yeah for, with a with an act for making enemies uh, telling for beating the odds or something like that um, on a good day he's a great cop on a bad day he's the best there is yeah <laughs> now he's got a talent for going straight to video yes yeah <laughs> that he does. Yeah, the Dyer movies are all enjoyable. I mean, they, they were well, the great first, at the beginning, and the they slowly three, yeah. got worse. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I, I yeah, I, I, hopefully I, there'll be a promising six installment. I mean, Dyer two is a great teaser. Just trailer, let it go, Joe. Um, because you just have <laughs> um, a couple uh, title sequences that pop up about the whole Dallas International Airport getting taken over by terrorists, and then you have that one classic shot of Bruce Willis. Running down a hallway with in a sweater, alarms a sweater. going, saying, "Okay, the same thing. I have the same guy twice." 
and then if there's money to be made, it can always happen. Oh yes, absolutely. Soon we'll get Die Hard Year One. Yay! Yeah, I'm sure that that will suck. No, I, I have no interest. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what is your number? My three? number three is Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay, you remember that one? Yes, I do. Yeah. Just kind of, it's one of those ones where they kind of started off with the music, which you don't know at that point, which has become iconic. Mm-hmm. And they kind of show, like, I believe they they showed, like, what, you know, Lucas and Spielberg had done, like, you know. And just kind of like gives you a little hint of what's what's coming. It's like, you know this is going to be a great movie because it's those guys involved. And then you finally right. see Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones, and it's iconic. And that I remember seeing cool. that as a kid. I'm like, holy shit, I've got to see that. That was the... Uh the creators of Star Wars and Jaws. Yes. The next great adventure. Yeah, and yeah, it, it totally that. lived up to that. And it ends really cheesy with the rolling rock. And of course. And the Raiders blue logo comes slamming up to the screen. Absolutely, absolutely. I remember getting pissed at my mom for taking us to the theater to see that because we didn't know really what to expect until we sat down at the theater and the movie began and then we're just like, Jaws open. I mean, it was like a whole another Star Wars experience, but... To this day, I'm like, why Why were we upset that we were seeing Raiders of the Lost Ark? Joe, I Joe, don't understand that. Let me say, Joe's the asshole that went to see Superman 4 instead of Robocop. I'll never forgive him <laughs> for that. He also <laughs> saw Willow instead of Die Hard in the movie theater. <laughs> oh, yeah. You are great. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. <That laughs> what do you got for number two, Joe? <laughs> I don't know if I can recover from that. Um, <laughs> that was my Warwick Davis. And T2, Terminator 2, ah. Judgment Day. We'll be seeing that on my list, too. Yes. Um, you know, you get a quick glimpse of the shots of the Terminators getting built on the assembly line. And yeah. then, of course, the iconic catchphrase, I'll be back at Absolutely. the end after the gigantic T2 uh, metal letters slam up on the And I believe that Stan Winston directed that. Stan Winston did direct it. It's just yep. such an awesome teaser it, trailer. It's phenomenal. It is. And, I mean... There was. I'll talk about that because that's on my list later. I've got a little more to say about that, but it's it's, it's phenomenal. We'll, we'll continue the discussion because yep, it's going to be up on mine. My number two is Face Off. Okay. I love the Face Off trailer, teaser trailer. That is a classic one. If you haven't seen that one, it's basically where uh, Travolta is talking about you know Nicholas Cage is the bad guy and he's, how he's going to catch him and does a slow you know one one eighty around and it you know gets to the end it kind of blacks out and he says. To catch him, I will become him. And his face is turned into Nicolas Cage's. Yep. And his voice comes out in you know, Nicolas Cage's mouth. So it's just a really cool one. It's, and it just movie, literally just yeah. says what? Travolta, Cage, Face, face Off, yeah. a John Wolfe film. The movie itself can be uneven. It's a little long. It's, it's a fun movie. It's a little too long, but it's a fun movie. But again, that's a teaser that just yeah. sold the movie for Oh, yeah, me. big time. Yeah, absolutely. It's. I remember seeing that in the theater with you. Yeah. Um, and we we're just like, holy shit! We're, it's one of those that you're like, oh, oh my god, I got to go see it tomorrow. Yeah. You know, it was probably John Woo's best American movie. Oh yeah, you know? I agree. But it's no hard target. No hard target. That was Sam Raimi's movie. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. He directed most of that. <laughs> okay. Well, Joe, are we on number one? Number one. Number one for me is Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Really? Yes. Well, that's a new movie. Yes. Yes, it is. But, I mean, the marketing genius behind Star Wars The Force Awakens, um, you know, the simple poster. Yeah. That basically just had stars, and then you have that lovely typography. Um, I think it's, what, ITC Franklin Gothic. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it's just, we watched that. It was released the day after Thanksgiving, and we went Black Friday shopping, and I was so tired, went to bed, and I guess they released it after midnight. So in the morning... um, 
I think Jenny's brother-in-law t- sent me a text. He was downstairs or whatever. It's like, hurry up, man. The trailer's on. We got to watch it. Um, I'm like, hey, did you watch it? He's like, no, I'm waiting for you. So then <laughs> I got my kids, and we all went down, gathered around the iMac, and um, turned on the Bose speakers. And just right away, we're just like, oh, my God. It was like opening a can back to, like, or not opening a can, but just going back in time to 1977. Um, in the DeLorean? It was just so iconic to see yeah. Oh, oh, cool, practical effects again, you know? And then the minute you see the Millennium Falcon hit the screen, you're just like goosebumps, you know, all over. I mean, it felt like I was, um, you know, God, four or four years old again, you know, for the most part. But I will agree it was very good. I mean, I have been... You only have 15 words in that trailer. Yeah. There has been an awakening. Have you felt it? You don't... Yeah, you don't... Like I said, less is more sometimes. Awesome. I mean, yeah. I hated the prequels. Uh, the third one was tolerable, but it wasn't very good. It was just... But Better we love the episode one teaser trailer. Again, that yeah. teaser trailer was fantastic. Well put together. Movie yeah. fell flat. Yeah, I mean, The Force Awakens, I liked it. I probably didn't like it as much as everybody else did. But, I, you know, it's definitely a step in the right direction. I'm going to wait to see where they go with the rest of it. Right. Um, I did enjoy it, obviously, way more than any of the prequels. Yeah. I just felt that it was too much of, you know, rehash of the original Star sure. Wars. Right. But I believe they did that just to get it back on track and I say, look, so. it's going to be like Star Wars and yep. not like this... Now, now if the next one, episode eight, follows Empire Strikes Back, then, then, then we've we got, know what they're then doing. Then we've got a problem, and then it'd be, be the same thing as Star Trek Into Darkness. It's like, yeah. can, we do, can we do something original yeah. here? Something original. Absolutely. And they tried it with Beyond, and it didn't work. Yeah, as we discussed. I still haven't seen it. I'm, I'm well, going to wait. Please don't. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see it on video. Uh, number one for me was T2, like Joe had number two. I, I love that trailer. I just remember when that came out. The, the trailer we were so pumped about that oh, yeah. it was such a big deal too like I remember we went to see that movie the first night at like Little West Town Theater same place we saw Ricochet and it was like a line around the block yep. and everybody was wearing like T2 shirts oh yes I had a T2 shirt and all this it was such a big deal because we'd been waiting for so long for this movie oh, yeah. it doesn't seem like movies are that kind of event anymore I believe we were in study hall when they we read in like Entertainment Weekly or Premiere Magazine that they were making a sequel to Terminator and yeah. that's kind of when we well, this were was, just was 91 that was we were just friends at that yeah. point so yeah. We, we, yeah we kind of that was probably like right around when we started being friends but yeah that I just remember that summer was like a, a fever pitch to get to T2 I was oh, so yeah. freaking excited about that and it was worth it it was a well put together film yeah and, it's a classic I mean even look at the effects today they can be a little bit dated but they're sure. still cool Oh yeah, it's it's still it's just the the concept of the whole thing is fantastic. And, yeah, um, the the T one thousand, you know, is that what he was? Right, the T one thousand. Yeah, it was Arnold's. That was Arnold. What was the other? Oh, wait, one? no, no, it was a T. Jeez, I'm losing my mind here now. That's it was awesome. a T one hundred, wasn't he? He was a T one hundred. So and, he uh, was the T one thousand. Yeah, the Robert the, Patrick yeah. was the T one thousand. Yeah, just yeah, man, the, he he played that character to a T. But the first time we saw <laughs> him, that no pun intended. Yeah. I didn't even mean to do that. That's fantastic. Now we can That's forget fantastic. about all the other Terminator movies, but T2 is where it's at. Yeah. So you someday wish that Cameron would just get off his ass and make another Terminator movie. But right. I think they've done so much to that franchise, now it's kind of too late to come back. And you yeah. can't put Arnold in anymore. He's too freaking no, old. No, let it, let it go. Yeah. Let it go. You, you had the, the original is a classic and followed up by an awesome sequel. So. Yeah. Just like with the Alien movies, too. Yeah. I mean, d- Aliens... That's where it ended. The rest are horrible. Yeah. They're even coming out. He's doing another one. The Covenant. Yeah, Covenant. I'm not excited. Ridley Scott, let it go. After, oh, yeah, well, no, you mean the, they're, also, they're doing the 
the um, other. They're doing the Prometheus. He's doing Prometheus, but that other guy. The other guy is doing the actual Alien movie. Oh, see, I thought they attached him on as director. No, the guy who did that uh, District Nine and Chappie's doing the one. And I friggin' did you see? Did you see Chappie? I did see Chappie. That was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Hey, look at me, I gangsta. I wanted everybody to die in that movie. I wanted Chappie to get destroyed. I couldn't stand the people either. Well, no, the people were horrible. Okay, and they treated Chappie like ass. Assless Chappie. That'll be the sequel. Oh, oh my god. god. I hated Terrible. that movie so much. Hated it. Blah. Absolutely. Yeah. No well that, that's our top five this week. We'll come up with a new one for the next one. If you have any ideas, you know, feel free to drop it on Twitter or Facebook for us. We we love to get those. I guess we're ready to move into the uh, the main event. Yes. Which is from nineteen eighty six. Yeah, we've got a very special one. Joe, why did you choose Cobra? As your our inaugural uh, Sylvester Stallone film. Yes. Well, it's it, it's become a cult classic. Yes. Because it's just a big pile of shit. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's, it, it has famous one-liners, but man, this movie. Stallone sleepwalks through this movie. I mean, listen to this. Listen to this right here. Listen to this. You know, emotion in this one. Good disease. Not the cure. I mean, really, just like, Sell it. wow. Sell wow. it, Stallone. Here's the Sell disease. It. It's I a fun cure. movie to revisit um, every couple of years just to make fun of. Yeah, I mean, this is, like I said, this is the first time I've watched this in a while, and I watched it critically as opposed to usually just right. sitting on the couch, just surfing through channels, and it comes on because it's one of those ones that has been in cable forever. But watching it critically, this movie's a mess. Oh, it is a mess. It's, you know, it's terrible. The, the pacing, I mean, it, it's pretty fast paced, so that's good. It's you don't get bored, but there's not any substance to this movie. No, there's really very little character development, he which I, I know, which is asking a lot well, in an right. 80s for an movie. 80s. Yeah, you don't care about any of the characters. No, you've got Stallone and his then girlfriend, soon to be wife Brigitte Nielsen, who have zero chemistry in this movie. Zero, and I mean, I mean zero. Yeah. I believe, doesn't he kiss her at one sequence? Well, there's, when there's, she's like, come over here to yeah, the bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. We'll get to all that, but yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It has a great poster. You know, hats off to the late John Elvin, but other than that, eee. yeah. And it's I, a mess. I, I don't, know if, you, don't know if you it's knew messy. this when you picked it, but it's another Golden Globus production. I did not know Cannon, that. Canon Group did this. It wasn't a Canon film, but it was their, their group. Nice. So. They had their little uh, run with the Stallone where they paid two him... Two in a row. They paid him tons of money to do this and over the top. Yes. Now that yeah. one, you can actually watch and enjoy it. Yes. We'll, um, we'll get to that eventually. But, but Cobra. Yeah, Cobra's all over the place. It's. I'll tell you my background with the movie. When I was... I think this was 86, so I was 12 years old when this came mm-hmm. out. I remember I was up north. And we, our family has a cabin in Manaqua. And my aunt and uncle were going to go see this movie on a Saturday night. And I was like, you got to let me go. I want to go see this movie. It's Stallone. i got to see it. Well, let me go because I was, you know, 12. And right. It was, you know, it had gotten a lot of reviews. It was really violent, which we watch it now. I'm like, really? Yeah. But so anyways, they wouldn't let me go. But they said, you can go to another movie. And, you know, a movie came out a couple weeks before this. What was it? Top Gun. So that's so they said I could, Top Gun. No, no. That's where the story takes a twist. Oh. I did not see Top Gun. I snuck into Cobra. Oh. <laughs> there were... I waited to see where they sat in the theater, nice. and then I snuck into the back because ah. they bought me a ticket for Top Gun, and I snuck in, and I saw Cobra, <laughs> and I had to watch it. And actually, I had to make sure when they got up, I think they got up to go to the bathroom, the movie, to like duck under my seat to make sure they didn't see me. But hell yes, I saw Cobra. Saw Cobra in the theater. I did. And what's amazing is I never saw Top Gun in the theater. I didn't see Top Gun until like 15 years later. 
Uh, I saw Top Gun uh, on VHS back in the day. That was yeah. First VHS. But anyways, I was really excited to see Cobra. I think I loved it. You know? Cobra was HBO for me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was a kind of. I, I kind of thought you might have seen that at a drive-in or something because just you were kind of doing the drive-ins back then, weren't you? Yeah, family but did that. Not uh, not that one. No, he our our, fa- our father would uh, pull us out to see like the Conan Barbarian type movies and uh, the Destroyer and the Red Sonja. Uh, not Cobra. Lionhead too. No, no, no. That was a rental. <laughs> There's a little side story that Joe's dad. I used to work at the video store, and he would find the worst movies in this this. Video store. He would bring up movies to me, and I'd be like, "Where did that come from? I've never seen that." It's like I thought I knew every movie in the. It wasn't even in your catalog. Yeah, he'd no? come there and be like there for a half hour, like dig up this like treasure of bad cinema. <laughs> and I was, re- I really, because I'm, you know, I'm a big bad movie lover, so I was impressed. I'm like, Otto, good, good choice. Good you choice. Find- Enjoy this. Yes, <laughs> it's it's not as bad as what was it the uh, the gym. Which one? Gym teacher back in the day, or history teacher, right? Used to come in and. Run. Oh yeah, well we probably won't want to say any yeah. names on this, but no, our, no, our, no our, names. But one of my like... teachers would come in, uh, rent adult films from our video store, and since I was a student, he wouldn't rent them when I was at the desk. <laughs> so he'd, he'd come in there sometimes, and like uh, he'd see, he'd look in there and see me, and like and walk out of the store and not get anything because oh shit, Tom's there, can't rent it. <laughs> I remember one time he. Uh, he came in and got one, and I was in the back doing something, and <laughs> my boss came. It's like, oh, Tom, could you grab this for so-and-so? And I'm like, sure. And he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> did, did he ever say, don't tell anyone? No, 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 but just kind of was unsaid right there. You know? he, he told our class one time, um, I rented Fort Fairland. Don't ever watch that movie. Oh, well, I'll agree with him on that. That was a terrible movie. <laughs> This is coming from yeah, the guy that okay. rents the porn. That's that's very yeah. very true. Yeah. All right. Well, back back to Cobra. Yeah, I I saw this in a, a small theater, and I remember loving it because you know it's the '80s, and yep. I was a kid, and Stallone could do no wrong. I remember thinking it was an incredible cop movie. I mean, when I look at it now, it's just a bad ripoff of Dirty Harry. It's basically Sylvester Stallone's version of Dirty Harry, and it comes down to this: if he, he has his partner in this movie, is the same partner as Dirty Harry. Yes. And the like, the bad guy from Dirty Harry plays kind of his nemesis on the force. So it's like basically still is like, oh, I want to make a Dirty Harry. It's like, oh, yeah, look at that guy, he was in it. Look at that guy, he was in it. And it's like, yeah, didn't try very hard in this one. No, not at all. Which you know is fine. You know, Stallone always kind of surrounded himself with pretty good actors, but Stallone just sleepwalks through this movie. Oh, he does. He, I, I don't, I don't know the word count, but I swear to God, he cannot have more than three pages. Yeah, it's basically right? like uh, Kurt Russell and Soldier. He's got like fifteen words in this movie. Yes. Yeah, and he's got very little personality, and when they try to give him a personality midway through it where he's wooing the uh, murder witness, it's like, it doesn't make sense. Oh, now he's funny, cute guy? I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. But, well, let's get into the plot. Let's discuss it a little bit. Yep. First of all, it starts off with, uh, as you heard at the beginning of the show, Stallone running off some crime statistics, in case we were wondering. And then there's a bullet that comes towards the screen. I swear to God, Ricochet. Yes. Was that the same bullet from Ricochet? I believe it is. They probably went into the Warner Brother uh, archives and pulled it up. Well, for Ricochet, yeah. Um, I, like I said, if a bullet comes towards the screen or there's an explosion, I do have to give a movie props. I do like that. It's like you know what kind of movie you're getting. But you know it's coming from either Cobra or Ricochet. Yeah, and then it starts with the uh, – you see the cult uh, with their little axes. They like to clang them together. The cult in this movie, you never know what their motives are. They're trying to build a new world, they Way say. a new world. We don't know what this new world entails. It's just kind of like... Get rid of the weak. Yeah. And they are like the, the new world. Yeah, they're, they're just the a bunch of next... grubby people with axes and cool knives. 
I, it doesn't make any but sense. But they start at the beginning playing in the uh, axes together. Did you notice it looks like they were in an abandoned swimming pool again? And we're back to Ricochet. It's like Ricochet stole the hat. They, they probably, it was probably I the couldn't same tell. Set. It really looked like an abandoned swimming pool yeah, again. Yeah, I just know that um, they used that same shot in the movie like two times. Right. right. They didn't even bother ching, ching. You know, yeah. refilming it. Well, it's probably because of all the excessive you know, cuts from this movie and probably yeah, reshoots probably, they had. Because so. this movie has a long storied history of, you know, problems. Oh, yeah. Mostly caused by the star Stallone and his diva behavior, which, you know. But we, but we start off, what, uh, Cobra gets called into a Los Angeles grocery store. Yes. Uh, to, to negotiate with uh, one of the New World members. Yes, because this New World guy comes into the grocery store. And, and you know he mean business because he starts shooting up groceries. He shoots produce. He doesn't shoot people. He's it, going for the produce. It doesn't make sense. So, yeah, he takes over this. How week. much are these steaks? Yeah. It's ridiculous. So, again, there's no real motive for this. Just they're going to cause some shit. And I never knew a shopping cart could explode on impact. Yes. Flipping the air 10,000 times. Well, yeah. So this guy t- kind of takes over the grocery store as some hostages. So they call in Stallone as Cobra from the zombie squad, which is another thing that's not really explained. He's a member of this kind of like division of the police, I guess. I, I guess. He's like, he takes the jobs nobody else does. Of course, the same thing Dirty Harry had. Dirty Harry was right. like, Dirty Harry, they call him that because he takes the jobs nobody else will do. Yes. But the zombie squad isn't explained. He doesn't dress like a cop. He's wearing jeans and a really tight shirt. And, and a damn match but, sticking out of his he's mouth. He's got a gun with a cobra on the handle, which it clearly isn't regulation. Probably not. I, I mean, I'm not a cop. I don't know these things, but I don't think they allow you to put that on your gun. You need to call Cobretti. Yes. <laughs> So immediately, uh, I think Art Lafleur plays the the guy who brings him in. He's a, kind of a character actor. He's been in a lot of. The, he was in Trancers. That was one of my favorite roles. He was, oh yeah, okay. But uh, the other guy is Andrew Robinson, who is the bad guy from Dirty Harry, who plays the kind of sniveling. Uh, yeah, sniveling. Other cop was like, "You can't bring Cobra in. He doesn't play by the rules, and you know all this stuff." So Cobra comes in and takes care of business. I noticed in the, the grocery store, this is immediately why I knew it was an 80s flashback, because Pepsi Free was on the shelves. Pepsi Free, yep. There's also, a Coke, ch- there's also a Coke Classic later in the movie. Nice, and the like, gigantic cans of Coors. Yeah. So Stallone uh, has to get in a couple one-liners uh, too. It, it, he takes out the bad guy, of course, but he has a couple of kind of... A, Stallone's one-liners in this movie are weak. Uh, they seemed really cool when I was a kid, because that's basically when he could do no wrong. Whatever he said was cool. And was it just me, or did it look like he was dancing down every aisle? Yeah. When he was, like, pretending to, like, hide behind an object? Yeah. He just, to your point, his jeans were too tight. Yeah, he's like, I got to wear some tight jeans in this movie. (laughs) I do a bad Stallone. Joe's going to have to do some more Stallone. Here's one of his his classic lines. Come on, man. I got a bomb here. I'll kill her. I'll blow this whole place up. Go ahead. I don't shot her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got... That's basically... You've heard that. You've heard all the one-liners from this movie. Oh, yes. That's... Uh, oh, my Lord. So he takes takes down the bad guy, of course. Of course. Um, and he managed... After that, does his little twirling gun thing. Oh, yeah. To put that in his pants, which, you know, I thought it was TJ Laser from Robocop, you know. But I watched that. I've got like, how many takes did it take for Stallone to do that right? It had to have been like 50 takes. Probably probably 50 to 1,000. I'm surprised he didn't have a stunt double to do that. Cause he, <laughs> still maybe, maybe he did. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. He did. But, yeah. 
uh, man, why, you know, when he kicks open the freezer door or whatever, right? Yeah. You're the, you're the disease, I'm the cure. Oh, yeah. Know, whatever. Stallone, come on. Yeah, he's got he's got some really, really lame one-liners in this one. He, they definitely could have done better. Yeah, here, here yeah, we played that here. already, but one more time never hurts. Just classic. Just classic. Uh, yeah. So, would you expect anything else from a, a gentleman by the name of Marion? <laughs> yes, Marion Cobretti. So basically, that, that's the whole plot of the movies. You've got this guy called the Night Slasher, who's kind of—I guess—he's the leader of this group. You never really—they never really say. He's just a guy that works in a meatpacking plant. Oh, that yeah. was actually was that in the movie the deleted scenes? You that was probably the deleted scenes. Yeah, there's they, they never they never bother to explain that. He's just a regular Joe works in a meat processing plant, and he's trying to take over the world with their little cult of axe wielding, knife wielding maniacs. And yeah. I that's thought the he whole was plot. in pantyhose sales. Yeah, because they sure like wearing those. Yeah, I mean, there's really no plot to this movie, and they're just they're going around kind of killing people, and they bring Stallone in to take care of it because nobody else can catch them, but. Right. Doesn't look like anybody's really trying very hard. No, not really. <laughs> and Stallone even says he has a the the liner in there that basically someone was like, "Hey, how are we gonna how are we gonna catch this guy? Uh, we gotta wait till the next." One. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like what? You gotta wait till somebody else gets murdered? It reminded me of an old episode of the uh, the show Sledgehammer. Do you remember that show? Yeah, like, Sledgehammer. Yeah. Sledgehammer. David Rashi, the star of that, is in this movie. He's in here. He, he plays, plays the Dan, right? Yeah, he plays a photographer. <laughs> there's a scene where like there's a serial killer out there, and the the, the uh, boss says to him it's like well what are you gonna do next what's your next move it's like well i don't know but as soon as more people get killed i'll have more to go on it's like and that's a comedy <laughs> and, this is, and this was serious but yeah. yeah i laughed out loud when he did that and then he proceeds to shoot the target like yes. twenty thousand times of course and he hits a dead on oh yeah it's course. cobra he couldn't this miss cobra yeah and so cobra's kind of on the case and he then we go to that inane scene where he drives home during the middle of the day or after work, and like yeah. they're playing Gloria Stefan, and there's these gangbangers parked parked by the curb of his place, and he bumps the, the the car because it's like they're parked in his spot by the curb. Apparently, yeah, that's not there's that's nothing Cobra's there. There's no spot. There's no parking. There's no like signs that say that's his spot. They they should have known because there's a gigantic <laughs> Cobra sign on the concrete. No, <laughs> no, there's no. He's just like he's being an asshole. He is an asshole. He and just then, like, bumps their car. And the, the guy way. like gets pissed obviously because he bumped his car it's his gangbanger and like Stallone like rips his shirt yeah he walks up to him and goes you know what's bad for you smoke yeah yeah, yeah. what me and yeah. then he rips his shirt it's yeah like, you're not a gentleman you're just, an asshole you just, just his fender you ripped his shirt he's just sitting there listening to Gloria Estefan all day what's the problem I mean he's not I mean there's guys there's people out there killing people and like he's worried about this yeah. gangbanger that's just listening to some soft rock from the pop from the 80s he had, he had something he's got his priorities out of place yeah he does um, and Stallone goes to the apartment and starts eating pizza leftover pizza which he cuts with the scissors I never understood that no even as a kid, I'm like, what's he doing that for? I mean, it's Does he not have a knife? Pizza, but it's like, and that's needs, all he ate. Yeah, one little, little bite of pizza. He has his partner at one scene uh, in the hospital, right? Yes. Hey, you eat this? Nah, nah, because his, his partner like junk food. Yeah, uh, yeah, basically. Stallone talks about eating good food all the time, yet he's eating pizza, so I don't really yeah. understand that. Again, it's just, there's, this movie's all over the place. Inconsistencies. Yeah. Whatever. So it kind of leads to the, the the Night Stalker and his crew start killing people, and they kill this person on the side of the road. And Brigitte Nielsen, who is Stallone's love interest in the movie and in real life, happens upon the scene of the crime. Yes. 
and escapes, and they immediately set out to kill her or something. Right. That's Get her license plate. It's basically the whole movie right there. It becomes, we've got to kill her because she's going to... Which, which is another thing. They want to kill her because she witnessed the crime. But I'm like, they're trying to take over the world, so I don't really understand what the big deal is that one person exactly. saw it. Yeah. It's like, I saw this creepy-looking guy, and it's like... So she what? knows your face. So it's what? like, who cares? If really? Gonna, yeah. So that it... That's the whole movie. Stallone's got to protect her, and, you know, it's, it, there's not much to this movie. That's basically the whole plot. Which it kind of leads right from there into her photo shoot, right? For the most part? Or not? Yeah. Well, yes, yes, because they, they catch on to where she is. They got her license right. plate, and one of the uh, people of the, the creepy cult is a police officer. Of course she is. So she can track it down. Yeah. So that's when it leads to the montage sequence. If you heard in the beginning of the show, was that awesome... Robert Tepper song. Robert Tepper, who did the song No Easy Way Out from Rocky IV, must have been one of Sloan's buddies. Lovely. Yeah, so there's, it's, you know, you give this movie points because it does have a montage. Any 80s movie that, you know, worth its you know, grain of salt has a montage. And especially if Stallone's attached, you're going to have a montage. Yeah, so the montage basically is Stallone and his partner kind of pounding the pavement looking to kind of get clues of what's going on. And basically... It's basically Brigitte Nielsen's character as a model, and it's her doing a photo shoot. Right, which really, is all fine and dandy with those little weird wigs that she's wearing. Yeah, until so she gets into that manly it's kind of, at the end. It's kind of a, a weird photo shoot because it's like she kind of goes between being kind of hot, creepy, freaky, and it's yeah. like there's a robot in the background, which is kind of like must have been Sloan's thing because Rocky IV had the you know the, yeah, maybe that, he was collecting robots back then I've yeah because I thought it was the happy birthday Polly you know uh, robot you know <laughs> hey yo Rock I expected a sports car maybe, for my maybe birthday maybe that was a turn on for Stallone because he had to have his woman in front of a robot uh, maybe robot. I don't know yeah that, don't the, know. the montage is all over the place it's got you know them going to a tattoo shop it's got them breaking, going to a bar and rousting this this uh, guy with an afro and a yeah. satin jacket. He smashes on his face on the bar. You don't yeah. know what they're saying. He's like, I don't I know any of the lines I mean, in the movie. This guy, it was a black guy with a big kind of an afro, a uh, satin jacket, and a friggin' golf visor on. Yeah, I'm like, why'd they mess that guy? What'd he do? They're talking to hookers on the street. Yeah, um, it, it, it's 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 just insane. Yeah, it's and we have no idea what's going on because you don't hear any dialogue whatsoever. Well, that's yeah. I mean, that you basically know. is the plot of the, the. It's more plot in that scene than the entire movie. Yeah, for the most part, you know. So his yeah. partner's eating candy bars while uh, interrogating. Yep. Hey, have you seen this picture? <laughs> Which doesn't make sense because um, at one point, right? Don't they actually get like a. A person come in and do like a character sketch yeah. of what the main fellow is. Really <laughs> <the theme. laughs> yeah, because Brigitte Nielsen's character gets, gets some to of the, the worst artwork I've ever seen in my life. Like you could go off of that piece of art. Yeah, you know that's it. Just doesn't work. It, it was brutal, absolutely. So yeah. Anyways, uh, Brigitte Nielsen's character uh, they finally they catch up to her and they attack her like after the photo shoot, and she's with uh, the photographers, uh, David Rashi, the guy I mentioned, yeah. who was trying to you know get some. Well, yeah, he's, really he's basically, he's got a great ultimatum. Like, if you sleep with me, you will have a career. Yes. You know, right? like, I'm not trying to say something there, but like, I'd be crazy if I didn't want to sleep with you. And, like, and he gets killed very quickly. Yes, he does. 
And that's and actually he gets killed with a, you know the, you barely with, you don't see anything. No, but he gets an axe to the face and it happens really quick. But apparently in the X-rated version, yeah, he like really got it. It's brutal and yeah. it's like yeah, he's like trying to get away and he's slipping. Have in you his ever own seen blood. that? No. Cut. Okay. I'd I tried seen, tried to find it. I'd actually like to see it. I it, might like this movie better if it was X-rated. There and is, actually saw the cut sequences. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that was cut from this movie. Yeah, that's, I feel bad for the guy who's just shopping. You know. He, yeah, he, I was gonna yeah. say the yuppie guy he has like a little wine bottle. He's going home and he's dead. So, hey, lot, ah! lots of innocent bystanders get killed in this movie. Especially the, uh, was it the police officer? The security guy. The security guy, who was so nice and kind to go back upstairs. Get her purse Get the purse or the bank down behind. And he gets destroyed like oh. a van. They, they, they ram the van into him and like super fast. And that is one of the coolest shots in the movie. Uh, that's, yeah. That stands up. They ram him. Into, he's standing against the elevator wall and they just crush him. And I don't know what, what they used, like the, the, the dummy, but like it was filmed very well. Yeah. I'll give it that. The, the, you it know, was a great shot. Up. Absolutely. Great shot. So anyways, um, she gets uh, taken to the poli- the uh, hospital, I think. It's the hospital's next, right? Yep, it's it's a hospital. Okay. And I think that's where they actually get the um, the sketch. Not before there's a, a weird together. dissolve like of Brigitte Nielsen's face into a, a like a lamp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a police station, yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's the, right. The, the director was trying to be really... Uh, Cool and it yeah. was kind of odd. Maybe that's where you see. Yep, that's where you see the bad uh, mugshot or the draw. Not mugshot, the drawing, which is pretty awful. Have, have you have you seen this man that looks like uh, uh, God? What was that? The He Man character. Yeah, yeah. Uh, King Cobra or whatever hiss or what? What the hell was that bad guy? Oh, not, Cobra Commander. No, not that was. Uh, G.I. Joe, Masters of the Universe. It was uh, King Hiss or whatever. I don't remember that one. It was the guy that was made of snakes or whatever. Had the green outfit yeah. that you could cover up. But Wait, I'm, I'm missing up. Was she, was she the hospital first or the police station? It, it. Isn't this awful that we just saw this movie and we're already forgetting the order? Because it sucks it's, so yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's kind of inconsequential. It doesn't really It doesn't we're, matter. We're actually not affecting the plot by telling you this, if those two things, if they're reversed. But I believe she was taken after the hospital. She was taken to the hospital, then they took her to the police station. That's when Cobra takes her out to, to go to this safe place. No, I, think, I think they keep her in the hospital because that's when somehow his partner gets called to go back to the headquarters. Boy, we're, we're, we're well prepared we're on this one. And that's when the, oh, good God. What the, what's his face? The Night Slasher or whatever? It yes. comes after in the hospital. Yeah, and then Stallone's attacked at his apartment with some really bad stunt doubles. Oh, fantastic. Anytime yeah. Stallone's hair grows... Right before your eyes, you know, you have an awesome stunt double, double there, you know. Yeah, and there's a, a really, really inco- it's a funny scene where the night slasher is in the hospital and he's getting the elevator and going upstairs. And, oh. and the woman, like, the woman, this is one of the dumbest lines in movie history. Yes. She's in the elevator with this guy who's he's preparing, pretending to be like a, a repairman or a maintenance guy. And she says, it's like, you're supposed to take the service elevator. Next time, take the stairs. Yeah. It didn't make any sense. It does not. It's Next like, time, take the Is that stand. like punishment? Don't t- it made no sense. So well, yeah. I know they're supposed to use different elevators. Service yeah, but why is he supposed to take why, the stairs? Yeah, take the stairs. You're supposed to take a different elevator, so screw you, take the stairs. And she repeats yeah, okay. it again, which anyway, he up. Just another Next time, take the stairs. They, as he's kindly pulling out that gigantic knife yes. in the back. Which Stallone said um, during production, we have to make that knife memorable. It was. The, the knives were cool. Yeah. They were cool. I'll give him that. I mean... It, they're not. That lady never knew she could have had a knife in the back, you know. Maybe she did. Maybe that's the director's cut. I don't Maybe. know. They, they cut yeah. so much stuff out of this movie. I'm, I'm not really sure. But anyways, you know, she's attacked there, and Stallone kind of decides he needs to take this 
show on the road and get her to a safe place, which is some weird small town uh, in the middle of nowhere, which at this point they go away with uh, Stallone, the girl, his partner, and this woman, other cop, who is the woman we discussed earlier. She's in on it. She's one of the cult members. Yes, who looks so, creepy as hell, yeah, but which, yet... Take along. Yeah, which is like, yeah, why is she brought along? Obviously, there's a reason, so they can, you know, find out. Because Cobra, of course, is completely safe until, like, this woman tells where where they are. It's like, but, yeah. You think of Cobra as such a great cop, you'd be able to notice that she's going to make these calls every, like, ten minutes, like, to tell them where they are. Right, right. He's kind of, oh, okay, yeah, sure, Uh uh-huh. Like, really, Cobra? (laughs) You're supposed to be super cop. Yeah, come on, buddy. He he catches her outside at one point. Yeah, and he's like, well, she needs to go inside. It was out of service. Oh, it wasn't okay. working. Oh, and then she says, you're doing a great job. It's like, you too, good, good job. <laughs> like, okay, whatever. She's not doing a great job. She's... Uh, and so, then... yeah, but there's a scene before that where they, like, they're on the little road trip, and they're kind of, like, having a meet-cute between, like, Co- Cobra and the, the girl who are becoming kind of romantic now. Oh, yeah. He's, he's doing all this cute kind of, you know... Look at this! I'm um, looking at this bobblehead. Look at this! Uh, look at that! Like, and, and this she's, is very popular. Yeah. <laughs> and he no, doesn't buy anything. No sale. Yeah. No sale. Sorry. And then he goes into that little bar and he looks on the wall and it's got King Cobra beer. Did you see that? Oh yeah. 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 King Cobra. Yep. So. He and he makes fun of her French fries. Yeah. She's just John the John the Ketchup. You go check because you're drowning the ketchup. Doesn't he pick up the gigantic? Um, yeah. Concrete, yes, hamburger your, statue. Your entree has arrived. <laughs> I'm like this. This I swear, like Stallone is just like on what? there with his girlfriend. I'm like, this is going to be funny. We're going to put this in the movie, and it's like, no, it's not. It's yeah, stupid. No, it, it did not work at it all. It feels like it was like a first date, and Stallone just trying to goof off and show off to his girlfriend. Now, Rocky Four was before Cobra. Yes, right. Okay, so that I'm assuming this was probably. I'm assuming they're yeah. dating now. Yeah. Yeah. And they got married pretty shortly after. Okay. Maybe they were married at this time. I'm not sure. Could, could be. They, they dated, got married, and divorced in very quick order. Yes, yes, they did. Which made sense because they had no chemistry. So, <laughs> But, yeah, so after that, uh, basically, they, they've been sold out, obviously, and uh, all hell breaks loose as the cult shows up in this little town and just starts killing people right and left. They kill the sheriff in the town. And There's hundreds of them. They start massacring. Yeah, and... Massacring people all over Which the place. Which doesn't make sense because you see the sequence earlier in the movie and it looks like maybe you have, like, what, 20? Yeah. In that room? Not even that. There, now there's hundreds. Well, it's because Cobra's got to kill a, a lot of fucking people, pardon yeah, my French. Exactly. And, it, you know, the body count has to be upped in this movie. Yes, and there, there was a lot of killings. The body count in this movie is 52. 41 of them were killed by Cobra. <laughs> I think the rest were innocent bystanders. Probably so. Oh, that's that's not good. So yeah, all hell breaks loose, and uh, it just basically, uh, I think his partner gets shot. His partner so gets shot. Cobra. What's her name? Gets. I don't. Her name was Ingrid, right? Ingrid, the girlfriend. Knudsen. She gets, yes, she gets in a truck, and Stallone gets in the back, and there's a chase. Of course. And the the truck, I don't know if it breaks down or gets stopped, but they go go off into the woods and hide in this little foundry area, like a little. Where did he park all of his vehicles? I don't know. And where did the truck come from? And the motorcycle just shows no, up at the end. Absolutely. It, it just it it no needed sense. to be there. But there's a big final confrontation in the foundry, or I think it's a foundry, it's kind of warehouse, or factory, which is hilarious because it's this huge factory, and there's one worker there. They kill the one yeah, guy, and the there's nobody guy. else there. And everything's on. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it don't they like have safety protocols, yeah, or there's nothing going on, but... 
So it's a perfect place for a final battle. It's oh, pretty sure. cool. I'm sure maybe James Cameron mm-hmm. watched this movie and said, hey, I'm going to do that for Terminator 2. I, well, I, think, wanted, I think you'll be wrong on that, Joe. Well, you never know. You know, you never know. They did team up for Rambo 2. I don't think anybody... Yes, uh, Cameron wrote that one. Yeah. I don't think that anybody has ever watched Cobra and said, boy, this gives me a great idea. Unless it's, boy, this gives me an idea of how not to make a movie. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to throw a positive in here on this one. Hey, I'm putting this movie down heavily, but yeah. I still like it. It's a movie I grew up with. I'll watch it on cable, it's but it's called, a bad movie. It's, yeah... It's, it's called, but very, very bad. So there's a, there's a big showdown at the end, of course, between uh, Cobra and the Night Slasher. And, uh, Would you say big? It went okay. by really quick. Okay, not big. <laughs> <laughs> there's, yeah, basically the Night Slasher talks for about two minutes. And we'll, yeah. get, we'll get to the funny part about that. He has, you know, kind of explains the motivations, which really doesn't explain anything. That they're, they're taking over and, you know, he calls Stallone pig 78 times. Yeah. And... <laughs> Come on, pig. Pig. And they're pig. taking over, and everybody's weak, and the only the strong will survive, which I guess is them. And right. At least he finally uses his match, though. Yes. Within the factory. Yes, because you wonder that the Stallone's entire wears, film. Yeah, Stallone's got a match stick in his mouth. And the whole movie, he pretty much, you know, is holding it in his mouth, right? Chewing on it. Yeah. And then at the end, he somehow pulls it out of his pocket. I think it would have been better if it was in your mouth. And then you lit the dude on fire. Yeah, and oh, I, I guess I, I lied when I said that nobody's going to watch Cobra and take something away from it. You remember the movie Drive, the movie I showed you, yes. with Ryan Gosling? See? Matchstick okay. in his See? mouth. There the you director go. of that movie said he's a huge fan of Cobra, and they both are, and they use that from this. One point for Joe. There you go. People do take things from Cobra. Yes. They I, turn it into art. I was wrong. <laughs> but then Stallone you know, gets to say his, his huge line from this movie, I guess, if, if you want to call it that. I think that was the same line he used in the Italian Stallion. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Stallone's porn film. Oh yeah. Jesus! Look yeah. that one up, folks. Yeah. I, I just for years I never knew what he said at the end of that until I found out he said "sucker." Sucker. I didn't know what he said there. Did you know sucka. that? No, because he mumbled. The he whole says "sucker." Sucker. I kind of knew it over the years. It kind of went into my head, but like I, I put subtitles on for this because yeah. I wanted to know for sure. And you it know, "sucker." Yeah. Kind of like when he had to, um, you know, friend of the show, Dave Wagner, had to look up the line from Predator um, when Billy says, you know, broke dick dog. Broke dick dog. For years, we never knew what that meant, and Dave got close captioning and found that out. That says a broke dick dog. I'm like, you could never understand what he said. Mostly because nobody's ever said the word broke dick dog. No, I don't think I've ever used that. Well, except for now. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, that that was his big... Sounds like a a Seagal movie, doesn't it? (laughs) Broke dick dog. Three, Three words. It's got to be three words for Seagal. So, yeah, there's a big confrontation, a lot of fire going on here. It's a great a setting fire for... And gigantic hooks flying back and forth. Yeah, now I'll tell you this. They, they did a good job when he gets killed on the hook. Oh, yeah. It's cool. Yeah, that is cool. The guy's... The screams the are awesome. The doesn't look that sharp, but somehow he finds a way to impale... His screaming his is body. really good. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's it well done. For lots for, for impalement deaths, which is pretty common in movies, yeah. it's, it's, it's top of the line. I think oh, it's yeah. a good impalement death. I'll give them a nine. Yeah, and it wasn't like the cheesy throw them out the window and there just happens to be a bed of nails at the bottom. Right. This kind of made sense, although it is kind of dangerous to have these big grappling hooks 
just flying sure. around. Yes. You know, but... Under no supervision. Well, maybe maybe that's why. It's safe to do that because nobody's in this friggin' factory. I just, just want to back up, too, because don't yeah. they, right before they get to the factory, they're in a orange orange field, right? I believe so, yeah. For, for the most part. So Stallone basically has this girl right by her side the whole time. Yeah. Protecting her. But yet he tells her, run into that abandoned factory. <laughs> Makes no sense, guys. Makes no sense. <laughs> oh my god! And well, then he plugs two, you know, villains, and then he loses her because now she is lost within the confines you of this factory. Could basically, say Joe that this whole movie uh, makes no sense. No, there's not a lot of points to it. We for we we did leave out the gigantic car chase, which actually was Stallone's vehicle, and then they yeah. built like what three other vehicles yeah. for the actual chase sequences. So they mess them um, up. And the car, I believe, um, I forget what engine was in there, but apparently it could go from zero to 60 um, in like four seconds or something like that. Fantastic. Well, I'll tell Phenomenal. you this. I tell you this. I didn't get a real sense of speed from that car chase. So. It was very slow. Yeah. You know, you read it. It's like, okay, the car was supposed it, to be super fast. Yeah. It just struck me as we've got to have a car chase in this movie. It didn't really do much for me. It's I mean, very it, was, it was cool looking to a yeah. point, you know, but. It was passable. It was it, for car chases. It's nothing. I mean, I love the sequence when he's chasing him in the parking ramp, you know, and the car finally gets away and he comes flying off the second level. That's yeah. cool. I enjoyed that. Yeah. I mean, that was. That was Other than that, though, it's just very loud. And it doesn't move that fast. Yes. <laughs> it's like, and all right, are we moving? Yeah. What's going on? So, well, at the end of the movie, Cobra, of course, is, you know, taking care of the bad guys. And he, you know, saved the, saved the girl, the damsel in distress. Saved the city. Saved the city, indeed. Uh, they're so grateful for him. He asks for one thing. They're still to give him anything they want. And he says, could you fix my car? And said, sorry, it's not in the budget. So he gets nothing. His car was destroyed in the, the previous so car chase. So looks so sad. He when does. They, when they tell him it's not within the budget. Yeah. And then Monty, who is the guy that's, you know, as I said from the original Dirt or Harry movie, that's the bad guy. He's also the guy that says, You're, he's a maverick. We, you know, basically we, we can't use him. His methods are terrible. He says, no hard feelings, Cobra. He tries to say he's sorry. You know, he does get in the little jab. It's like, I would have done it quite that way. But... Then Stallone just hauls off and hits him. Well, he grabs his shirt. Like, he's yeah. walking away, grabs his shirt, pulls him back, just he tries to shake his hand. Yeah, and it's like, it's like Cobra's just kind of an asshole. And later on, Stallone uses that same sequence for Rocky V. Yeah. Yeah. Hit me in Hausu. Yeah. Oh. Same thing. Absolutely. Cobra's just a total asshole. It's like... <laughs> Some of Stallone's characters are just outright assholes. Huh? Yeah. It's like, wow. It's like... I'm not saying that that guy was nice. He was kind of a, a dick. Kind but of. But he was, he was a cop, and it's like... Yeah. Stallone's methods were unconventional. Crush so him in the face. No reason to punch the guy in the face. He was but, kind of giving him an olive Even branch. though the, they couldn't fix his car because it wasn't within the budget, he, he had the hot girlfriend. And, and, a, and, a, new mo- and a new motorcycle. And a new he motorcycle just, that appears out of nowhere. We motorcycle he can just take and you know they play a happy song it's like the ending of the movie doesn't fit it's like a grim no. movie it's like they play like a happy John Cafferty song the guy who did the Eddie and the Cruisers music yeah, well, it's, it's like a... it's like yeah yeah I always wondered why Wait for the sequel well as I said when, when I, we were about to watch this I was thinking to myself Joe we gotta talk about why there wasn't a Cobra sequel I watched the movie again I know why there wasn't a Cobra sequel because this movie sucks <laughs> It's it's enjoyable, but we don't need another Cobra. This character is like unlikable. He's generic, very generic. A yeah. lot of Stallone's movies really do end flat. Yeah, um, Tango and Cash. You know, I'm waiting for like this huge eruption of the building to explode, and you get like a, a freaking cartoon explosion. Yeah. that they show three times in a row, and then it just 
ends. Yeah, I mean, friggin' over the top is Link Hawks is a better character than Cobra. Yeah. He's like more memorable than oh, Cobra. Big time. big time. And I never would have said that because over the top is considered such an awful movie. And it, it is cheesy as hell, but it's way better than this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously a different audience, but it's like, wow, Flat Cobra ending. is a mess. Yeah. Flat ending. And it's like, like I said, it's not one of those movies. It doesn't stand up. No. At all. No. I mean, it, it does live within the realm of 80s action movies. I'll give you yeah. that. But the movie does not age well. Basically, for somebody like you or I that grew up with this movie, right. we're going to watch it and enjoy it. Right. But anybody else, like if you showed it to like your kids, oh, like, God. They'd, they'd be like, that's awful. They would laugh. Yeah. They're like, what, what are we watching here? This is garbage. Yeah. So I mean, it's something you could watch on cable. If you've never seen this movie, you probably, you know, maybe get a, a kick out of it. It's, it's something to watch when you got nothing else to watch. It's, so it's, is it the year prior that... Basically, Stallone owned the box office. Yeah, because he had like with uh, Rocky Five and Rambo. Well, no, you had your you had your Rocky Four. Rocky Four. Yeah. Sorry, Rocky Rambo: Four. First Blood Part Two, um, then Rocky Four. Yeah, um, and that, and then Stallone just like turned into a dick. Well, let's not forget Rhinestone. Oh yeah, <laughs> actually, the, the was that with Dolly Parton. Yes. Oh my. I think God. that was the year before. Um, wow. The '84, I think that was. But you know, uh, Rocky Four, and I mean, sorry, Rambo. Rambo First Blood Part Two is yeah. directed by same director, same director George yeah. P. Cosmatos, and there's a lot of rumors that he didn't direct Cobra, that Stallone basically did all the work. I, I can believe that. And it sucks. Yeah, George P. Cosmatos <laughs> also did uh, Tombstone, and it's come out now that Kurt Russell really directed that okay. movie. Okay, interesting. So it's like Cosmatos is basically what they bring him in when they need a figurehead director. Well, I can't say because Stallone directed it. Suck. He directed Rocky Four and most of the Rockies except for the first one and the yeah. fifth one. By Stallone is a passable director. Yeah, not, he is. He's yeah. And yeah, I mean, the Rocky Balboa is a really good movie. Oh, it's awesome. And he did. You know, it's fantastic. Yeah. So I mean, I, I can't say as he's an good awful as the director. original. Yeah. No, I mean the, the the guy's talented. He's super smart. It's just I think he just grew such a gigantic ego. That, I mean, because to, to the point, I don't know if we. Well, get we'll, into let's, it now, let's first let's finish talking about the movie and like some of the, the the problems with the movie. First of all, there's some real continuity errors. First of all, in the scene we talked about earlier, where Cobra eats pizza, <laughs> he puts his gun on the table, and then they show him getting his gun cleaning kit out to clean it, and then the next part, he's taking his gun out of his pants again, and the gun is not on the table anymore. I'm like, how did this get through? It's like, how did that even like? Wow. Because, like, you know, did they not have anybody watching the continuity on this? Or they just right. they have no coverage? But And also there's the scene where they're actually, um, the chase scene that Joe's talking about, where they, um, in the beginning of the chase scene, they shoot out his headlights. Yes. When they show the car driving later, there's two black discs that have replaced the headlights. <laughs> there's just pla- black discs. <laughs> and I was like, what happened? Is this car regenerating headlights? It could be. I think that's true because if you notice on our Facebook page, I posted that Japanese poster where his car yes. is flying. Flying. I think he has a magical car. He, it is magical. So he wants his car repaired, but I think it's going to get repaired because it's magical. And the X-rated version, I, I believe it, it was like Knight Rider. It talked. Yes. <laughs> yes, Cobra. And there was a robot in the back seat. Because Stallone had his, his, his heart on for robots for some reason. Where do you want to go, Cobra? I love happy, you, Mary. Happy birthday, Polly. <laughs> Yeah, so there's just rock I wanted a sports car for my birthday. There's just so many goofs in this movie; it's it's ridiculous. And yeah, and there's also a part where they shoot like they put some bullet holes in his car. Three bullet holes. Next scene, not there, gone. Oh yeah, yeah. Because they're replacing those cars, and I'm like, really? And yeah, I mean, and, and like I said, the stunt doubles are terrible. Like I, they said, basically Stallone was on set trying to show off for his girlfriend. I'm like, couldn't he have maybe done one or two of the stunts on his own? Because wow. 
There's a part where he throws a guy, you know, the thugs attack him at his apartment, and he throws one of the guys down. He couldn't even do that. Throw him to the ground. It's That's like it. you put your arms on the guy, and he basically flops down. It's like, no, we can't do that. Yeah. Can't do that one. Yeah, that's not in my contract. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But there's a ton of, you know, WTF moments in this movie, just all over the place. We've discussed a lot of them as, as we've gone on. But I, I do love the shot after you go through the montage sequence, right? Yes. And then the lights just shut off, and then they have that eerie music with all the robots. Oh, yes. you. <laughs> there's some strange choices in this movie. Oh, yes. Yeah. Leave me alone! <laughs> Stallone kills the uh, the one guy at the, the end of the movie where it's like, you have the right to remain silent. And then the guy screams. I'm like, he didn't remain silent. Yeah, did he, he did choose not. not to remain silent? Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't make sense. Yeah, Stallone's, Stallone's catchphrase in this movie, they're not up to par. No, not at all. Not at all. They're funny, but not up to par. Yeah, I don't think they're funny. They're just kind of like, oh. Well, the, the, the whole, you know, go you know, go ahead. I don't shop here. You know, it's like he just doesn't care. Yeah. The, 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 the best part, too, at the beginning of the movie... The reporters are all getting in his face, you know? Yeah. And I'm watching that. I'm like, oh, you can't talk to Stallone. Yeah. You can't talk to this guy, you know? Yeah. And like, what What did you use in there or whatever? And he's like, I used everything I had. Yeah. Another, did another you? very monotone, boring delivery. We're still I used everything I had. Yeah, he just kind of you know, was sleepwalking through a lot of this movie. I, I believe he was. Yeah. Um, so, well, should we do a do our ratings first, or you want to do the, the little background just, on the movie? Yeah, do a little background on the movie. There's because, a lot of it. Um, I mean, we'll we'll start off. The the movie actually had a budget of twenty five million, and somehow, I don't know where they came up with this number, but somehow it grossed over one hundred sixty million dollars. It did. Well, let's get. We'll, we'll do the. We'll do that at the end. A little bit more later. We'll discuss what was popular at the box office that week. But let's do a little more background on the movie. Uh, you Transformers fans out there, the uh, the Stan Bush song, "The Touch." Everybody knows that from Transformers movie. That was meant for this movie. I don't know how. I don't know where that would fit into this movie. <laughs> you got the touch. <laughs> so like the soundtrack really? sales would have skyrocketed. Skyrocketed. I'm yeah. telling you. Um, yeah, I mean, the movie is, what, loosely based off of a novel called Fair Game by yeah. Paula Gosselin, um, which was later filmed under no the relation same to Ryan. name in 1995 with, with who? One of the Baldwin Cindy brothers? Cindy Crawford and who? William Baldwin. Was it William Baldwin? That okay. Um, so Stallone's screenplay um, was originally conceived from his ideas, you know, yeah. that he had during Beverly Hills Cop, which I did not know that. Yeah, Stallone was supposed to star in Beverly Hills Cop, and his ideas for the movie wanted to be less comedy, which is good, because right. Stallone does not excel at comedy, no. and wanted more action, and it was going to be too expensive with what he did, so they replaced him with Eddie Murphy. I think that was a good choice. Yes. Yes, it was. Could you imagine, though? No. I mean, I don't think Beverly Hills Cop would have been popular. Well, you'll put it this way. You can tell why it would have been terrible, because a lot of the ideas yeah. were used in this movie, and yeah. this movie was terrible, yes. so yes. <laughs> it explains it right there. Um, what else? Oh, the uh, the car chase sequence. This is kind of interesting. Um, because I never would have noticed this without doing some research on this film. But um, there was that gigantic car chase sequence. Apparently, um, the Night Slasher was uh, to crash into the boat yeah. first. And then Stallone's vehicle was supposed to wipe out and smash into the boat, crashing into his car right after. Stallone probably wanted nothing to do with the stunt doubles involved in that. So, well, I don't, I don't know really what happened with the story. Just go to that they, factory over there. They, they must have changed it to let the, the character go or whatever, but in the actual final cut of the film, as Stallone car uh, fastly approaches the boat, you'll actually see the villain's car 
Um, they, actually, they, actually filmed, they actually filmed this stuff? With they the actually filmed it. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought um, it was but stuff. they cut it from the movie just to show that the, the bad guy is going to get away. Uh-huh. Right? But if you, when you go back and watch that sequence, you can actually see Night, Slash, Night Slasher's car buried in the boat's ass as Stallone's <laughs> car rips the side of it. I, I just found that kind of intriguing. That's just kind of like, ah, sloppy I, editing. I think sloppy one of the production. number one phrases that was spouted by the director in Stallone's movie was, fuck it. Fuck it. That doesn't work, fuck it. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter because he didn't he ride the cinematographer's ass for falling behind? Yeah. To which this guy snaps off on him? Yeah, the, uh, the cinematographer he was complaining about the behind and, and the cinematographer shot back at Sloan and said, well, maybe you didn't have your time, spend all your time sticking your hand on your girlfriend's ass, <laughs> we'd get something done. And apparently Stallone responded well to that instead of getting mad about it. Well, for a couple weeks. Yeah, and they, then he they, went back to his, diva, you know. Diva behavior. Yeah. And, and, and explain to everybody um, what you could not do to Stallone on set? Couldn't talk to him. Stallone, it was, you could not talk to Stallone if you were cast or crew. You could, I, I, maybe, maybe crew could have, but the stars could not talk to him. That is something else. I felt bad because there's a story about there about Brian Thompson who plays the bad guy, the Night Slasher, and he, he went to Stallone for some help, like, you know, how would you like me to play this character, you know, out of respect? And Stallone's like, I don't want to talk about it. It would help him. <laughs> and what did the director say? The to dr- which later when the movie came out, um, the director went up to the Night Slasher, uh, who was played by... Brian Thompson. Brian Thompson. Yeah. Um, came up to him and like, uh, yeah, you should have listened to me. Yeah, it's like... It's like, dude. I feel bad. It's like, you know, he probably looked up to Stallone. He's the biggest star in the world at this time. And he like, just wanted his opinion. And Stallone's like, you know... It's, it's too bad because, you know, Stallone, I think these days, seems like a pretty cool guy. I think he's mellowed right. and seems like a guy you could actually talk to now. But, wow, back in the 80s, holy cow. Yeah, no, and, and that started basically Stallone's demise, you know, with yeah. Hollywood big-budget action movies. Like, oh, it's another shitty yeah. Stallone movie. I mean, another podcast covered this but talked about how, you know, like we said, this was based on a book, and Stallone wrote the screenplay, and then I think they brought out a cop, they brought out the book again and named it, you know, Cobra, and but it was the original person's story, and Stallone wanted his name on the book as the author. And I'm like, you didn't write this book. Yeah, because I, I think she re-released her novel yeah. during the, when the movie was hot yeah. or whatever. But I think yeah. because you said, well, now it's attached to my awesome movie, if you put my name on it. Right. It's like, no. Right. It's like, no, and she regretfully declined. Not, not um, regretfully. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yes, not regretfully. It's, it's, it amazed me that Stallone could write at this point, but, you know, <laughs> anyways. Yeah. Yeah, so there's just there was all kinds of backstage, you know, behind the scenes problems with this movie, and like I said, it was cut down. It was originally over two hours long, and the release version is like 85 minutes. So a lot of lot of stuff cut out of there, story and you know violence and whatnot. But you can tell their story cut because there sure isn't much and much left in the product. But basically, I think they wanted to be more action packed because Top Gun, you know, was coming out and that was a big action movie, and they thought it would be too slow paced, but you know, not that Top Gun is really <laughs> fast-paced movie. Yeah, Top Gun only came out what a week prior. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Yep. So, well, actually, yeah, they, yeah, Warner Brothers they pretty much uh, demanded it to get re-edited for the graphic scenes. Yeah, they wanted it totally to be cut down, removed entirely because it was too intense. Yeah, if you've watched uh, Cobra, want to see more about it, you can go on YouTube and there's actually somebody that com- compiled a lot of the deleted scenes. Yeah. A lot of them still aren't, aren't available because the work print is apparently out there, but I've never seen it. I, I'd definitely like to check that out. It's kind of up there with the uh, fabled hard target work print, which is like 45 minutes longer. 
And I was like hard target, but there's apparently. I, I love that they just have like a list on, online here at uh, Wikipedia.com um, about more dead bodies in the autopsy scene. Autopsy I don't even yeah. remember them even being in. Um, was there actually a sequence? I think there was, yeah. Okay. But there wasn't much to it. So. Okay. Yeah. Totally cut that from my memory. Yeah, it wasn't exactly memorable. This movie goes so fast, it's kind of, there's not really much to... The, the, the first murder victim uh, not only had her throat cut, but then hands hand severed. That's yeah, fantastic. that was one of the deleted scenes where a, a boy brings the hands to the police officer. They put it in a box. I think that they must have paid him to bring the box okay. in. And they're like, sure. oh my God, there's hands in it. What's in the box? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Years before seven. Yep. What's in the box? Oh, that's great. Yeah, so there's a lot, a lot of stuff that went on behind this movie. It kind of shows on screen that there wasn't, it wasn't a, you know, a good working environment apparently because Stallone was a dick. Didn't really work with the people and, you know. No. Made him uncomfortable and that doesn't lead to a very good movie. I mean, the, like I said, the Night Slasher sounds like he got a bad rap, you know, because Stallone would help. It's like he, I think he did his best, you know, with what little he was given. His, you know, every other word was pig out of his mouth. Right, mouth. yeah. Pig, come on, pig. Yeah, I mean, the you rest wouldn't of the, help me with my lines, pig. <laughs> seems like all the maybe he was really angry at him yeah. in that sequence. It seems huh? like all the character actors in this did a pretty good job, but just you know, Stallone and his girlfriend were just weak. <laughs> I mean, to this day, it annoyed me when I was younger watching Cobra on HBO. Um, his partner, the way he, the way he eats his candy bars and drinks that damn Coke, it's like it's like, come on. It just bugs me to this day. Hey, that guy was Dirty Harry's co- partner, so he had you know he had a lot of hard ten years of hard living. He's now a cop eating junk food all the he time. He did the junk food. He was kind of his, he was a straight laced cop in Cobra. I'm not. I mean, Dirty Harry. In Dirty so. Harry, yeah. So now he's kind he's of lost his ways. He has a shittier partner. Yes, he does. Marion. It's like shit. Trade it down. Yeah. Let oh. me tell you a secret. Go go ask him what his name is or whatever. You know. Come on. You know. I learned something about you today. Yeah. Lovely dialogue. There's there's it. a ton of it. So let's uh, talk about how this movie did. Like I, like Joe was saying, it was it was pretty successful. It cost twenty five million dollars. Uh, first week out was um, the weekend of May twenty third of nineteen eighty six. It was the number one movie at the box office. Made fifteen million six hundred fifty two dollars. I'm sorry, sixteen fifteen million six hundred fifty two thousand one hundred forty seven dollars. Number one movie. Second place was what would you think that was? You're probably looking right at my sheet, but no, I have I honestly no idea. It wasn't Top Gun. It was Poltergeist 2. The, the other, other side. Yes. That, that, you know what? Since we talked about uh, our top five teaser trailers, that actually had a great teaser trailer because they showed all the scenes from the original movie. Yeah, I love when they do that. Yeah, but, oh boy. Yeah, I actually saw that in the theater because every time I'd go see Rocky IV, um, they would preview the shit out of Poltergeist 2. That was on every single, every Saturday for 12 weekends in a row. I saw Rocky IV. Well, I had to. Yeah, Top Gun was number three. Wow. I think Top Gun had a little bit more staying power than... Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure it did. What else we got in here? Well, number four, Short Circuit. Oh, God. I remember that. Hey, Stallone was onto something. That was a huge hit with robots. You know, Stallone uh, had his robots. Robots were big in 86, apparently. Down Mountain Beverly Hills. That was a Pretty in Pink. There you go. Oh, yeah. Lots of wonderful movies in 1986. John Hughes. So this movie was reviewed very poorly, as you can tell. What does it have on a Rotten Tomatoes? Is like 13? 13%. <laughs> which is very, 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 very bad. Yes. I, I don't think there's many movies that are less than 13%. You know, now that we're sitting here talking about it, I'm 
actually pissed that I actually dropped money on this movie again, you know? I didn't own it, so I paid $3 for the DVD. Oh, yeah, better better deal than mine. I mean, I did pick up the Blu-ray. It was on sale for like $6. Yeah, but you, bought, you got like a bunch of movies in that, didn't you? Well, no, I mean, I did, Cobra had to purchase separately because I couldn't get the, um, uh, God, whatever, the triple feature triple, yeah. or whatever. I think that was like out of order for whatever reason. But I did pick up the triple pack of... Over the top, Tango and Cash, and Demolition Man. No, that's that's a three three pack right there. We'll have to do Demolition Man because you know what? I haven't seen that since we saw it in the theater. Really? No. Oh, that needs to be revisited. It has a flat ending. Okay. Imagine that. How do the damn three seashells work? All I remember is the awesome virtual sex scene with Stallone. That was just you know. Ooh. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> so Cobra, yeah, did really well. Made a ton of money. That's that's why you kind of wonder, even with all the problems, why there wasn't a sequel. It, well, God. How does it make 160 million worldwide? Because Stallone, just... Stallone could, you know, shit in a bag and it would make money, you know? I, yeah. It's, which is kind of what this movie was. Maybe that turned all the fans away after this movie. Like, well, what, did, what did he do you after know? this? What was, it? He, was this like, was it like lockup after this? Could have been. I'm trying to remember what he did after this because he, he, he did start falling really quickly. He started falling down and then Tango and Cash was supposed to revive his career. Well, it didn't. Yeah, well, did, did that not do well? Tango and Cash? No. Really? No, that didn't. That didn't do well. Well, it should have. It it should have, but it, it didn't because it, it came on the um, the playoff of like Lethal Weapon success, you know, another cop buddy buddy movie. But Stallone was hated he mostly was... by his fan base, and you know, it's just it's not going to work. Not going to fly. Not even having Kurt Russell in the movie would help that movie. Yeah, which is awful because Kurt Russell's great. So. Yeah, he's fantastic. In the he movie. basically puts down Stallone the entire time. So. Yeah, still a gu- guilty pleasure. I love Tango. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that eventually. It's but... more enjoyable than Cobra. <laughs> well, it's not saying much. No, not at all. But yeah, so well, let's we we didn't give our final reviews on this. Let's let's give our best and worst actors in this movie. Who who do you think's the best? Who's the best? That's gonna be the act? tough. That's gonna be a tough part for you. That's that's really tough. Well, should we start with the worst? Oh my gosh. Well, the worst. It's probably Stallone. Yeah, Cobra gets the worst because it's like he's the you know the headliner in this movie, and it's like he's so monotone and just kind of like you know, just there for for a paycheck and has a couple lousy one-liners. He's no personality. The the best actor in the movie is probably the security cop, (laughs) the guy that gets smashed into the elevator. Um, No, I'd, I'd probably say what his partner. His partner was really good, but you know who I really liked? I really liked the and he's only in it for the couple scenes. I really liked the whiny. Guy that he hits at the sure. end. Sure, okay. Because he does that really whiny bureaucrat guy yeah, really well. It's he does. Like, he's really snivelly yeah, and kind of like, you that. know. But the, the partner's good too. Like I said, they, this movie's filled with a bunch of good character actors. That, you know, they're quality guys, even if they're getting. It isn't bad. Bridget. <laughs> no. Leave me alone. Yeah, yeah, she. Oh, God. Brigitte Nielsen's did not. Brigitte she was Nielsen's nice to look career. at in Rocky Four, and then maybe a little bit here. Well, no, not so much here. Um, Beverly Hills Cop 2. Yeah, but then it, she it just got really the, weird. She went off the rails yeah. real fast. Yeah, yeah. Stallone, he, I don't know. He really didn't have uh, the hotties back in the day. You know, no. When you go back and look at the photos, maybe back then when we were younger, we're like, oh, this guy's this guy's a hero, man. He, he did date uh, Angie Everhart. Do you remember her, the redhead? Oh yes. <laughs> Which you know she she was definitely better at the time. But do you know who she dated after Stallone? No. <laughs> You'll never get this. She she apparently she was living with Joe Pesci. Really? Yes. How do you go from Stallone to Pesci? <laughs> well, she likes the short guys, I guess. But anyways, <laughs> that's awesome. yeah. okay. So, Joe, what would you give this movie out of five stars? I'm gonna give it the B's. You a zero? 
gonna give it the beef. It's a oh. it's a cult classic because the movie is just pure. Oh my god, garbage. This is this is classic, it's empty. folks. It's just it's an empty movie. This is zero zeros <laughs> zero stars, folks. Take it in. Here we go. We've been waiting for this one for a long time. We've been waiting a long time. I cannot believe you went with that. That's crazy. And that was better acting than Stallone in this movie. <laughs> well, you can, you know, you can never say that Nicolas Cage phones it in. He gives, he goes, he goes in there. He may, maybe doesn't give he the best. He earns his paycheck. He does. He may go off the rails and just do crazy shit, but he tries. Do we so. know how much Stallone even made in this movie? Probably, if it was 25 million, probably 24. Jeez. Well, you know, I'm going to give, I'm going to give this movie one star. And that would be a, a great rendition of a, a song by Steven Seagal. When the girls start to sweat, you come look at them, but you shouldn't be lying. The girl is just a pity, not just there to cover her pity. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Every time I hear so, that, it's just. <laughs> wow. So, so, Cobra did not do well on our rating system. It's funny because, like, I was thinking about this movie before I watched it, and I'm like, I kind of knew what I was going to give. I'm like, you know, I'm probably going to give this a three. It's, you know, it's a groovy movie. I always like Cobra. But watching it again, it is aged so poorly. Yeah. And looking at it with a critical eye, it's like, you can't recommend this movie. No. There's no. really nothing about it. It's generic. and it's, it's very generic. I mean, I didn't even get to the part at the beginning in the grocery store where that he makes that poor yuppie um, college boy or whatever run down the aisle yeah. or whatever. But then when he shoots him... Somehow the kid turns sideways yes. and gets shot into a Christmas tree that would have been on the left side. Doesn't make sense. I thought that Did the was, bullet ricochet yeah. off the store shelf? I thought that guy was the guy who was uh, one of the uh, the jocks in Revenge of the Nerds and the guys on Married Children looked like him. Oh, he sure did. It wasn't, but no. I had to look it up like, shit, is that him? Like, Yeah, that's that's good. So yeah, this this movie did not do well with us. It didn't, didn't age well. It's fun to revisit every so often, but... It's it's just it's fun to revisit. It wasn't so fun. It wasn't so fun this time. It's, no, it, it, it's like I said, hasn't aged well. It's kind of painful to watch. They got the movies only an hour and twenty one minutes. I mean, it flies right by. Yeah. It. Yeah. Despite that, like I said, I would like to see the work print or like the, the yeah, that would be fun to do. When you've seen a movie so many times in your life, you know, you want to see what was cut out. Right. You know, it's it, it, it might make it better. Probably not. I don't know if we can ever actually see a print of that. We should do like a, a mystery science theater. Absolutely. Well, we're going to be doing that. That's one of our future projects. We're going to be doing Jaws 3 in 3D, and we're going to do a running commentary on that. That's, yeah, that's a long-term goal for us, but that'll be down the line. But let's discuss what our next movie is. We're going to, we're going to stick around the mid-'80s, and we're going to bring in another, you know, one of the biggest legends of action cinema there is. So let's play that trailer for you of our next film.
funny guy, Sally. That's why I'm going to kill you last. Are you going to tell me what's going on or what? No. They said Arnold Schwarzenegger is going commando. <laughs> Let's party. <laughs> I cannot wait to revisit that. I haven't seen that in 1985 a commando. Very nice. Yep. Stallone's, I'm stuck with Stallone now. Schwarz, Schwarzenegger's follow up to Terminator, wasn't it? Or was Raw Deal was after it? Yep. Raw Deal. 86. Yeah. 86. Yeah. So this was 85. So that'll be our next episode. We're very excited about that one. And Schwarzenegger may join the show. We'll I, see. I hope so. We hope so. Maybe I hope so. We're still waiting for more feedback on our shows. So. He's supposed to call in. He's a busy guy now. So well, not so busy. He's, he's, he's busy. Um, he's just doing mobile retirement. Strike. He's just doing mobile, <laughs> mobile strike. Just doing mobile strike over and over again. So, <laughs> anyways, that'll be next. Commando coming up shortly. That'll be next. And yep. Anything else, Joe? Nope. That'll be good. Thanks for listening. Till next time. Yeah. Take Don't it be easy. stupid. Well. Well, maybe be stupid. be stupid. We were. We bought Cobra and watched it again. So you can't be any stupider than us. <laughs> But buy Commando. We'll tell you we'll like that one a little bit better, but that's not saying much. Go Commando and buy Commando. Absolutely. (laughs) See you next time.